Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. All right, hello, welcome into another episode of the Render Podcast. I am so excited to be here today talking with Kelsey all about healthy eating habits. Busy entrepreneurs, I know if you are anything like me, there is days that go by and it's three o'clock and you still haven't eaten yet. So I'm excited to have Kelsey here on the show. Kelsey, will you tell our audience who you are and maybe a little something fun about yourself? Yeah, I am Kelsey Johnson, registered dietitian and certified diabetes educator. I am the owner of 605 Dietitian LLC. And something fun about me is I am preparing for my upcoming wedding in June 2021. Oh, how exciting. I hope that all this COVID crazy is over by then. So that is exciting. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, thank you. We're hoping everything goes smoothly. So yeah, of course, always. Well, good. Well, why don't we just dive into the episode and all that you have to share with us. I know that most of our listeners are in the creative industry and are entrepreneurs. And so we likely all have no idea what uh, we should be doing healthy eating wise. Um, And so I'm excited to have you on. So why don't we just jump right in? What would you like to share with us today? All right. So kind of the first thing I always start talking about when I have busy entrepreneurs is I always like to know what their schedule entails. So sometimes you might be that entrepreneur that is a morning person. So you might be up at 4.35 a.m. or you might be that entrepreneur that is um, up until wee hours of the morning. I know that's Mm -hmm. been at times, staying up till 2, 3 a.m., I always think, what are your trigger areas? Triggers are the one thing I always like to start talking about when I talk about nutrition and entrepreneurs, um, because we all will find that we have a trigger area. So my trigger area, so I'm on the road multiple times during the month driving for my job, and I drive up to six hours a day sometimes to go to some of the places I go. And one thing I noticed is one of my triggers is the car. So once I get into the car, it doesn't matter if I've just had a meal or maybe I haven't had a meal in three or four hours. Something about getting in that car just wants, I just have those munchies. I just want to eat something in that <laughs> car. I don't know what it is about it, but I always tell my aunt, or I when I'm talking to people that are entrepreneurs, what is your trigger? So it might be in the car. It might be those late nights when you're up working on a project with a deadline. Maybe you're trying to write a book and you have this deadline coming up. Or it might be at the grocery store if you haven't eaten anything before you go to the grocery store. That might be your trigger. So finding that trigger, I find people do better once we're able to identify what that trigger is. And then we kind of go into what are those steps to keep you 
from diving into that trigger to maybe have those episodes of not eating so well or forgetting to eat. I know that can be something that's very common with entrepreneurs. It might be three, four o'clock in the afternoon and you're grabbing that fourth or fifth cup of coffee and you're wondering, why am I so tired? Well, have you powered your body with that nutrition that it needs for the day yet? Mm, Totally. I am the same way about road trips. I grew up in a family of six total, and we would take road trips everywhere because it was just too uh, expensive to fly. And every time we'd go, we'd stop at QT on the way. Everyone gets their favorite snack or two, favorite drink, and then we hit the road. And we usually had another stop depending on how long the car ride was. So I totally get that. (laughs) Yes. So something else I always like, once you identify that trigger that I like to go into, I have like five tactical tools that seem to work super well for busy entrepreneurs or just anyone in general. So the first rule I always call it is the balanced plate method. So what that balanced plate method is, is it's really just taking a look at your plate at your mealtimes and you want to fill it with four different things. So number one, you want to fill half of your plate with those non-starchy vegetables. So these are the ones that grow in the garden like carrots, um, lettuce, tomatoes, broccoli. You want to fill half your plate with those great um, vegetables because they're going to provide your body with that fiber, vitamins, and minerals. The second part of the plate is we want to have a lean protein source. So that could either be a plant-based protein source or it could be an animal-based. So it could be beans, peas, um, chicken, beef, pork, uh, fish. So we want to fill that plate quarter of it with that protein. And then we want to fill the other quarter of the plate with some type of a whole grain um, or a piece of fruit. So you could do an apple, you could do strawberries, you could do a baked sweet potato, you could do a piece of whole wheat toast. And then we want to have some sort of heart healthy fat. So maybe we have avocados, nuts and seeds, something to well round that plate. That seems to be one of the best tools to help these busy entrepreneurs and myself included to stay on track throughout the day. So following that plate method is very important. Love that. That is so important. I have never thought about food that way. I've always thought about it as either a menu or, you know, something that looks good to eat. <laughs> so, yeah. So helpful. Yes, and I really think when we think of food as those different components and fitting those four components together, it's very easy. I feel like sometimes when busy entrepreneurs are at home, they do really well because they are set up for success because they can be in control of what they're making for meals. Maybe they like to do um, pre-made meal options that can be delivered to their home, or maybe they like to do things like... um, the delivery boxes that come to the home and it gives you the directions to prepare Mm -hmm. the meal. But then when you go to a restaurant, you're at a business meeting, you're at your fifth business lunch for the week. What do you go to on a menu? That can be intimidating. So when you sit down and you think, do I have my components of my plate? Then you really are setting yourself up for success. I love that. That's so cool. And I totally have been working from home more often this year and agree with you there. I eat so much better and on time here at the house than I do at the office. Yes, absolutely. My second tip that I always give busy entrepreneurs is water. I know it seems pretty straightforward and simple, but water is one of the biggest things that you can do for yourself 
and your health and just your overall well-being. So we want to stay well hydrated throughout the day. I know if I don't have that water bottle beside me, I prefer a cute water bottle with a straw in it. If I have that, I do so much better drinking water throughout the day and I just feel my energy level is I'm able to go, go, go all day long, and I do so much better. So staying well hydrated, generally, um, we would recommend eight eight eight-ounce glasses of water a day, Um, but everybody's going to have a different individual need for water. So if you are someone who's very active, you might need more water. So it all kind of just depends on the individual. I am crazy about my water, like literally crazy about it. I went to Rachel Hollis. Uh, conference last week or last year and um, she was saying you know drink water drink water drink water and I was like I never drink water ever and I have now currently on my desk I have a 40 ounce um, water bottle that I just continue to refill and so it's easier for me to count 40 80 120 instead of like an eight ounce here and a 16 ounce there or a cup that you have on your desk that you don't really know the ounces that are in it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Those water bottles um, are a great way to make sure you're getting your water that you need. A recent trick that one of um, my colleagues at one of the places that I work at had the trick of called the rubber bands. So what the rubber Ooh. band trick is, is you have eight colored rubber bands that you put on a water bottle, and it may be less if you have a larger water bottle. Say you have a 20-ounce water bottle, you might have five rubber bands if you need 100 ounces of water a day. And you simply just move the rubber bands up the water bottle throughout the day so you can kind of keep track of how much water you're drinking. That is such an easy thing to do. (laughs) I didn't think about it that way. Yes, just a practical, easy tool. And we all have like rubber bands or ponytails or something laying around the house that we could use Mm. to track water. Um, So I think it's just a fun way to kind of keep yourself on track for staying hydrated. Right. I love that. The other, um, like the third top thing I would say when we are talking about just healthy eating for that busy entrepreneur is planning. So we can either think of it in two ways. So you can think of it in terms of menu planning or meal planning. To me, they're a little bit different. I kind of uh, go for the approach of menu planning because I really think that if you have anywhere from like 30 to 40 recipes that you kind of make over and over throughout the month, you're not going to get sick of those same things. So setting yourself up for success Um, using tools like a grocery list or a menu planning guide can really help you set yourself up so you can make those healthy meals using that plate method throughout the course of the month. So every week, if you're able, I think it's a great idea to set aside 10, 15, 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be a large amount of time and just plan ahead what you are planning to do for the week. So that's getting going through your pantry, making sure you have not buying more ingredients than you already have on hand because we all like to save some money. <laughs> and then getting that grocery list ready when you go to the grocery store. And then when you are at the grocery store, if we stick to the list, we tend to find that we do better from something that we call 
impulse buys. So we've all impulse bought things and put them into our grocery cart that we got home and we're like, did I really need six bags of almonds? But I was really hungry (laughs) for them at the grocery store. That happened to me last week. I'm like, I don't need six different kinds of almonds. So it's all about getting yourself into that mindset of that planning. I think of it as we would never go a week without sitting down and planning planning out our Outlook calendar or our work calendar. We always want to have that set and ready to go for the next week. You want to treat your nutrition and your menu planning the same. I love that. That is so true. I feel like I go to the grocery store and I'm like, oh, grapefruits are in season. I'm going to buy those. And then they sit in my refrigerator. <laughs> I don't need them because <laughs> I forget about them. Yes. Yep. That leads actually very well into my fourth kind of tip that I give everybody, especially busy entrepreneurs on the go. So there's a couple of ways that you can do this next tip. So when you do get home from the grocery store, I always recommend that you get everything ready right then and there that's a fresh produce item. So whether it's a fruit or a vegetable, I want you to go ahead, wash them all, get them all prepped and ready to go in containers in the fridge because that doing that for 20 to 30 minutes is going to save you so much time during the week. So that is really important to get that step set up so you have all of your fresh fruits and vegetables ready to go. If you want to save some time and you're willing to pay a little bit more at the store, have them do the work with you. So lots and lots of grocery stores now have pre-cut onions or garlic or bell peppers or pre-cut fruit. You're going to pay a little bit more for it, but it does take some of that prep work out of the menu planning for yourself. So that's kind of a big recommendation I have is get that all ready to go at the beginning of the week so you are set up for success all week long. Well, I'm sure that helps also the longevity of them as well. I know that when I wash my strawberries and blueberries and all of that and put them in a container, they last so much longer than sitting just in the container. Yes, absolutely. So it does help to allow those fruits and vegetables to last a little bit longer. For some of those things like um, your berries or some things that might get some extra moisture built up in whatever containers you put them in, it's not a bad idea to take a paper towel and set it on the top of the fruits and vegetables just so that extra moisture doesn't build up on the top of the container it kind of just helps to preserve the flavor a little bit. So a lot of people like to do that extra step for meal prep and it works really well for them. Love that. That's awesome. What else? What else do you got? So my fifth kind of biggest recommendation when we are talking about busy entrepreneurs and just healthy eating in general is I like to say it as don't sweat the small stuff. So sometimes we can sweat those small things of this is my fourth, fifth, or sixth um, business meeting. There's been foods here that I normally wouldn't eat at home, but I want to be respectful and kind. So that's always the hardest thing I find is when I go to some of these events, sometimes they don't have the healthiest of options um, when you're going out to business events and things like that. So I say don't sweat the small things. Have a small amount of something um, just to make sure you're eating what is offered, but then always have a backup. 
So always bringing those healthy snacks, healthy options with you, whether you do like a protein bar or granola bar, uh, protein powder to make a shake later, fresh fruit, beef jerky, nuts, something so you have that healthy snack to kind of build you up if you weren't able to eat a lot at that meal or event because it does happen and maybe you're someone that has food allergies or prefers to eat a certain way and there isn't a lot of options. I want to make sure that everyone is having enough nourishment so we don't go to that crash zone, I call it, where you are just crashing because your body hasn't had enough nutrition throughout the day. Yeah, totally. I feel like when I get to that crash zone, my body just wants crap. It just wants junk food or like a cheeseburger from Wendy's or something like that, which I know is the opposite of what I should be eating when I'm just starving. Yes, the crash zone is something I hear time and time again from all of the busy entrepreneurs I work with. So most of the people that I work with are busy entrepreneurs or on the go, have a busy young family, or are constantly moving all day long, and they might be that type of person is 3 p.m. and we haven't had anything at all but maybe two cups of coffee and maybe a glass of water. So it's really about training your mind and your body into that balanced plate method and trying to eat something every three to four hours. My biggest advice is for everyone to eat something every three to four hours. So there sometimes are misconceptions of, oh, we shouldn't eat after 7 p.m. or we should try to stick to three meals during the day and no snacks. All of those are not necessarily true. So my biggest advice is trying to have three balanced meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and one to two snacks, depending on how active you are, how busy your lifestyle is. You might find that you actually might need three snacks if you're a busy young mom. So it just kind of depends on your individual basis and just really fueling your body Lots and lots of fruits and vegetables, lean protein, whole grains, and then that heart-healthy fat. So really just nourishing that body every three to four hours. It doesn't always have to be something large. So sometimes I have clients that work with me that are trying to lose weight or maybe they are trying to fine-tune what they're eating for nutrition. And sometimes people get scared of larger volumes of food or eating more frequently throughout the day. But when we're filling up on those fruits and vegetables, those are very low calorie and high nutrition and high fiber. So they're going to keep you full and satisfied. And most of my clients find that they're actually eating more now working with me than they ever did before because they're fueling their body with that proper breakdown of that nutrition. Right. Instead of grabbing the cheeseburger on the way home from work. (laughs) Yes. And there's nothing bad about that at all. So I always kind of treat it like the famous 80-20 rule. We still want to have those fun foods. It's just how do we work them in to our everyday lifestyle. So I always like to do one to two meals a week where I kind of call them date nights or fun meals where I will just eat something that I am really craving. I think there's something very valuable about queuing into our body's own understanding of what it needs for nutrition at certain points um, throughout our time. So I always say 
I want people to understand and be able to find that freedom of enjoying what they love, but also nourishing their body at the same time. Well, that makes sense. I feel like there's so many diets out there that say you can't have those, you know, quote unquote, cheat meals. So I love that you're even allowing people to go and get something that just tastes delicious. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's kind of the whole basis behind my model of real food nutrition and really just embracing food for what it is and learning how to have that balance. I always say you never want to have a seesaw that always has one end up and one end down. We want to have that balance of that seesaw being even. So most people find that when they do have that balance, those cravings, they tend to go away because your body's not being deprived of some of those things that we need. I always give the example of dark chocolate. I am chocolate all the way. That is my favorite sweet treat craving thing, and I love it. People think, oh, chocolate, not the best choice. Dark chocolate has amazing antioxidants and it actually has great sources of magnesium. And many of us women are deficient in magnesium. So things that we might associate as bad food in the diet culture aren't necessarily a bad food choice. They've just been culturized to be known as that bad food choice. Well, that makes sense. And then you're looking at the properties that that food might have not necessarily the carb count or the sugar count or the the things that, you know, we might think, oh gosh, I did not realize how much sodium or sugar or carbs are in something, but you know, it might have something that your body needs in a certain time. Yes, yes. Tuning into those vitamins, minerals, nutrients is just such a key thing to kind of tune in for our overall health. Hey there, did you hear that we have a course that is open right now? Rental Biz Academy, if you remember back from last year, we have a online course for rental professionals and we are so excited for it to be open right now. There is five modules in there and it is going to teach you everything that you need to know to start or scale your rental company. We talk about setting your rental business up. We talk about products and services, experiences that your clients might need, branding and marketing, and then finishing it up with finances and teams. Y'all, this is the only online course for rental professionals out there, and we want you in there. There's already so many students ready to welcome you in there, and we are so excited. We also are going live 18 times to answer any questions, and we're here to walk through the entire course with you. So we are so excited about it. We'd love for you to jump in. So go ahead and click the link in our show notes, and we'll see you in there. Thanks, guys. Back to the episode couple of other things that I would really kind of encourage for all my busy entrepreneurs and business people out there is also including physical activity. So um, as a dietitian in the health world, it's so important. It's kind of like that I go back to that seesaw is we can't have healthy diet, well-balanced nutrition without that activity piece. They just go hand in hand. So trying to be as active as you can. Sometimes I know um, I've had days when I'm in the office working all day long. I looked at my Apple Watch. I have 2,000 steps. I haven't really moved. I've been sitting talking with clients all day long. So just trying to be as active as you can. Um, I once heard a good rule of thumb that I kind of carry out and tell a majority of my busy 
business entrepreneurs is if you can, every 30 minutes when you do have downtime, try to just stand up from your desk. Um, Also investing in things like a standing desk or maybe even a treadmill desk are just great ways to help you get to that activity goal that we're looking for. I feel like your productivity goes way up. I know that I have a Peloton and more often than not, I get up at 5 a.m., I hop on my Peloton and take a class with Robin because she's the best in my opinion and uh, get to the office on a normal basis. And um, my girls on my team, they can tell when I've done my Peloton ride. They're like, okay, Cam, you've had your coffee or you've done your Peloton. Something is happening because you are like so excited to get to work today. I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, you know, I have now given my body what it needs and I have now um, made the way that my, you know, mind is working and the nutrition that I need is like all go. Whereas if I don't do my workout in the morning, if I don't eat breakfast, if I, uh, you know, sleep in later than normal, I just come into the office, I'm a little groggy. I don't really want to be there, but on the days that I really take care of my body and my health, I am like, you know, sparks flying when I come into the office. Yes, yes. I totally understand. I am the same way. If I have a day where I'm not as active, I see my productivity is way down. I am not as bubbly as everybody knows me to be. They'll be like, ooh, Kelsey probably hasn't worked out in a couple of days. And so that's just so funny how um, those around us and even ourselves, we can see that inner cue of how that activity and our nutrition correlate with our productivity and just our overall well-being as well. Yeah. Well, anything else that you have to share with our audience about healthy eating habits or um, anything else to add to what we've been talking about? Yeah, I'll kind of just end on this note. This is kind of a note that I always end on is just really going back to those principles of that healthy balance plate, just fine tuning maybe some areas of triggers that you identify in yourself, whether that is when you're busy on road trips or maybe it's when you're going to the airport or just late nights when you're working at home and you're grabbing for that snack again for the second time that night, which there isn't anything wrong with that, but it's just trying to fine tune those habits so we can really key into how do we have that well-balanced nutrition and healthy eating all day long, and then just really tuning into different resources that you can use. So I do have two resources on my website that are free of charge for anybody that does want them. I have a grocery shopping guide that's just a broken down guide of how a grocery store is typically set up that you can just plug in either in an editable PDF or you can take it out and handwrite. Um, And then you can just plan out what you're going to do for your grocery list, as well as that menu planner that I talked about. So that menu planner just kind of in goes in line with what I talked about with trying to have that balanced plate at the meal times, and it just helps to plan out those different meals throughout the month. So kind of that combination of using a grocery list and menu planning to set yourself up for success, those two resources have been very helpful to lots and lots of Uh, people that choose to grab them off my website and my clients as well. So I think using those can really help to get you into that right set of mind 
to do those healthy habits um, and kind of make it a priority too. And I always say um, having a healthy lifestyle and being active, it has to be a priority. So if you want to make those changes, it's something that you have to do. I always like to talk about it as you need to put it on your to-do list. So sometimes for people, it's as simple as adding it to your to-do list to kind of start making those healthy changes. And then it certainly does become a lifestyle after a while. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, I think you have provided those as well. So we will put those in the show notes. So if you are listening and you want to access those, click on the show notes below the episode and you can go check those out. And we'll link back to your website as well. Okay, one burning question that I know that I hear from other entrepreneurs as well as myself, and so maybe somebody else can listen in on this, is when we get into these really busy weeks and we just simply cannot go to the grocery store, or um, we can't do one of those healthy boxes like HelloFresh or something. Mm-hmm. What is so? If we go out to eat, or if we go to the, to a drive-through, or we go get something to eat because it's convenient and it's easy and it's fast, what are some things that we should be looking for to really pour into our bodies versus just getting something because it tastes good? Is there any suggestions that we could order off of a menu or from a drive-through that? Um, that certainly could be made in their kitchen, but still uh, fill us up without filling us with a whole bunch of sugars and carbs? Yes. Great, great question. First thing I always start with is watching your sides. So watching your sides or condiments is the first step to kind of making that healthier choice when you're eating out. So now lots of restaurants have fresh vegetables, Uh, steamed or grilled vegetable options, Um, looking for a baked sweet potato. Now some restaurants even have baked sweet potato options or doing a plain baked potato or uh, cauliflower rice on the side, choosing, trying to fill that side of that plate with those non-starchy vegetables. And the good old salad is never a bad option to choose when you are eating out at a fast food restaurant or a sit-down restaurant The main thing to watch with those is salad dressings. So sometimes salad dressings can have lots of added sugars in them. So always kind of keeping that in mind when you are out and eating at restaurants. Lots and lots of restaurants and fast food restaurants as well now do have some of those healthier dressing options. Um, Some have some that are made from avocados, so that natural heart-healthy fat and some have those balsamic olive oil and vinegar dressing. So choosing something along those lines as opposed to a creamier dressing option can um, provide your body with more of that heart-healthy nutrients that you need. And then going for a grilled piece of protein, whether that is a grilled chicken breast, um, grilled salmon, a small piece of steak, uh, shrimp, Those are going to be some really great healthy high protein options that are going to fill you up and your body's going to be satisfied and get that nutrition that that it needs without um, sometimes all that added calories and um, unhealthy fat that can be in some restaurant items. Right. I love that. And I love that fast food restaurants are actually adding salads and to that healthy uh, salad dressings. I know that, you know, give it five years ago. Wendy's or Burger King or some of those places did not have salads even on their 
uh, their menus. And now they do. So that is an excellent, excellent option. One of my favorite places is Chick-fil-A. Um, they have this Southwest chicken salad and it is delicious. Um, and they have an avocado lime dressing and it's so good. Yes. Choosing those options are so great. We wish we had Chick-fil-A here in South Dakota. We do not have Chick-fil-A yet, but it is not have Chick-fil-A. No, we do not. It is coming soon. I always say we kind of live in the rural. We don't have much. So the hometown I grew up in, all we had was a Dairy Queen. That's about the extent of our fast food that we got to have. So just kind of tuning in to those um, healthier choices, choosing healthier fat, lean grilled protein, having some type of whole grain carb or a fruit for that side as well. And then um, a grilled chicken sandwich is also a great option if you're at a sit-down restaurant, maybe choosing a side salad or some fruit. Um, Or if you want, trying to choose a sweet potato fry or a regular fry every once in a while isn't always a bad option. But if you're someone like me, who three to four days out of the week, you're having to choose something convenient on the go, um, I'd like to stick to some of those salads or like a grilled chicken sandwich or a fresh piece of fish, if I'm able to get that, maybe some chips and salsa, just some great, quick, healthy, easy options on the go. I love that. It's so good to hear from a nutritionist that eating some french fries is not always a bad thing. (laughs) So obviously in proportion. Absolutely. I always say there's no bad food in this world. There are only portions that we have to keep an eye on. So Mm -hmm. my motto of real food nutrition, everything does fit. It just all has its place and its portions. I love that. So great. Well, thank you, Kelsey, so much for being on the podcast today. Is there any final things that you want to leave our listeners with? I just want to say thank you to all of you for listening to some of the nutrition advice that I had to say today and really just going back to that plate method. That is my biggest and best piece of advice for you to stick with is following that plate method half your plate, those non starchy vegetables, a quarter plate, lean protein, and doing a quarter of a whole grain or a fruit and finishing with a small amount of heart healthy fat and pairing it with water and staying well hydrated will keep you on track for staying well nourished and motivated all day long. Awesome. Well, Kelsey, where can people find you if they want to hear more from you or inquire uh, to use you as their dietitian? Absolutely. So easiest way to get a hold of me is to head over onto my website, www.605dietitian.com, and you can inquire there if you have questions about menu planning for busy entrepreneurs or just what other nutrition packages I offer. I do work virtually one-on-one with um, clients, so that is something I do offer. If you're looking to follow me on social media for lots and lots of free recipes, to get insight on my cookbooks that I have and other tips and tricks, you can find me on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at 605dietitian. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on Kelsey today and we hope to hear from you again soon. Yes. Thanks for having me.